So what's going on? Wow, I started off with a sprinkler. That's outstanding, man. Through the <laughs> yeah, um, that's uh, that is that's not uh, Megan McCain. That is actually your boy Derek S. This is Darwin's Family Crest, and I'm here with my boy Jeremy Brubaker. What's going on, brother? I mean, like, there's a lot of like, I mean, what what are we going after right now? I mean, because uh, I was going to introduce myself as the Rizza, the Giza, the old dirty bastard, Inspector Deck, protect your neck. We got the Rizza up in this bitch. He's trying to get on the recently announced Rage Against the Machine reunion tour. All I could think when I heard this was episode motherfucking one of Darwin's Family Crest. Goodness. Do you really want to go back to uh, to uh, um, to to F one the twenty five minutes of oh just just ranting about shit like the fucking shows that oh my god the show that we could potentially actually see now you know yeah. we don't have to talk about I pay to see that because it just I might have to pay to see that yeah. We may just need a little, and we may need a little commitment uh, uh, from some. Uh, uh, I, I guess I, they they would have to be allies at this point to make this happen. Oh sure, uh, certainly they uh, are. But you know, I think what could happen from this 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 potential. Uh, I, I guess here we'll loop back through. Um, so Rage Against Machine has uh, agreed to headline Coachella, and they are also playing some select dates. Uh, prior to the Coachella headlining, uh, which is, uh, it's in April. It's the second and third weeks of April. Um, but uh, they have agreed to do something of what I guess we can only literally name as a border tour. Um, something that would um, entail, uh, I mean, I, let's, I mean, let's be real. Uh, the, uh, the election's coming up and uh, uh, they're only playing shows um, that would have a fence under Donald Trump's regime. Yeah. Uh, so they're playing Arizona, New Mexico, Texas, uh, Louisiana, um, and I would imagine uh, 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 hopefully coastal parts of Florida, which will really, really, really confuse Cubans and Puerto Ricans. Yeah. Uh, um, I mean, and it's all you can you can hope for. But uh, the RZA, um, largely uh, the mouthpiece of the Wu Tang Clan for their 25 plus years of he's the motherfucking um, genius. He's that. well, well, he's he, he <laughs> is he is apart from the Jizza, which is the self-proclaimed genius, um, and. That's sort of a tongue-in-cheek joke, because if I mean, let's let's hope at least some of us get that. Yeah. <laughs> but um, uh, I, there was a uh, there was a collaboration back um, in the '97 '98 um, fall into winter into early spring tour uh, that we had based um, uh, the original episode around where uh, your boy. Uh, your boy had a had had some tickets to go see Rage and the Wu Tang Clan in Newark, New Jersey. Uh, the uh, the fall of his, I believe, it was his junior year in, in high school, and uh, yeah, he couldn't go. Uh, the tickets fell through, and uh, you know these things happen. But um, there is, um, you know, there's a real life possibility that I could pay to see this again. And yeah. that was the, you know, that was the, that was the founding, that was the founding idea behind, uh, uh, behind the, uh, the first episode, which by the way, we could only strangle 25 minutes out of. And, uh, you know, I feel like we could get 25 minutes out of, uh, um, you know, talking about puka necklaces or, uh, <laughs> the, or the, the puka shell claymore mine that I made and destroyed my uh, uh, fourth, third brother, fourth of us. I killed <laughs> I killed one of my siblings with a puka shell claymore, and nobody 
ever knew about them. Yeah, and and you know we're gonna miss you know we're gonna miss aspects of of the Wu Tang Clan if this ever happens, if they ever if they ever traipse around uh, Newark, New Jersey. I mean, obviously the old dirty Chinese restaurant will not be a part of that group. Um, Big baby Jesus, he's not coming back for this one. We would all love to have Big Baby Jesus back. How long has he been dead? He's been dead for a long time, hasn't he? I've got it at about six years. I want it. I think six feels like awkwardly right, and I don't know if awkwardly right is even the, you know, it doesn't feel, it feels awkwardly wrong to say that that's awkwardly right. Jesus Christ. Help us out. Russell Tyrone James Jones, also known as the ODB, the uh, fucking big baby Jesus, Dirt McGirt. Dirt McGirt. Uh, he was 35 when he passed away in 2004. Garbage. 15 years. Yeah. 2001. Christ, that's insanity. My God, I, you understand that that. That whole, oh my God. I don't feel like, it'd be like if, I don't know, you can have a Wu-Tang reunion without ODB, but I feel like it borders on, like, if you lost RZA, Giza, or Method Man at this point, like, you need, uh, I don't know. I would still see it, absolutely, but it just would not be the same. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. I don't think you could play cash without Method Man. It'd be like doing D12 without Bizarre. It's the fucking crazy dude. You need to have, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that has a warm point because I am a super advocate of Devil's Night. So. Oh, yeah. Uh, that album's and, sick. And it's, um, and it's odd because like, like uh, D12 lost a similar quotient of. Uh, um, of members uh, that the Wu-Tang Clan did uh, in a much shorter amount of time. Yeah. Uh, funny, both the heart attack, if you can believe it. So uh, please, uh, <laughs> Wikipedia D12 at some point. Because um, uh, the, uh, the the people that they say that are standing in for them, like like Obi Trice and mm-hmm. uh, Royce the Five Nine, they were never in D12. No. Um, uh, I, again, I, if you listen to Devil's Night, uh, the whole way through, and if you just listen to, to the title track uh, from that album, you're you're gonna know that like those are just they're stand-ins, kids. So I mean, did like, we ever get into? I think I talked about how uh, there's there's this running theory that a lot of the actors and um, music artists, you know, from the early aughts have died and have been replaced like Marshall Mathers, like uh, Avril Lavigne, like Andrew WK. Did you, uh, God, I could say, I guess it's the drugs, but M was definitely a hundred times better when he was fucked up and mad still. You know what I mean? Sort of. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I do. I think he raps better now. But it's not as poignant. It's not as sharp. Do you know what I'm saying? Like the angry rap was what I was into for Eminem. Yeah, uh, it, that's that's what I was on for too. Because I mean, I I I think I I mean I think we talked about this on the pod already. Uh, my favorite, um, like my favorite M songs, are the are the absolute carnal uh, carnal raps that he does like. Uh, still don't give a fuck and oh, uh in yeah. and, and, and Amityville. Um oh, yeah. This like, first they're, Yeah, they're like they're just they're so they're guttural and filthy. And and like without with without dwelling on it, like I, I would never want to hinge um addiction to passion, but god damn, doesn't it seem like it helps? Because look at Jim Morrison, like Look oh, at look Jimmy at Steven Tyler. Look at look however Steven met. Tyler. Yes. Look at I mean I and I, I again I hate to say it but like look at what new metal was missing. Yeah. 
And yeah. Just just to speak on Steven Tyler for now, he looks like an old grandmother, and I don't just mean age. I mean, like, everything about him, he just looks like a washed-up grandmother at this point. But when he was fucking riding the horse, Aerosmith had some of the best music out there. And I don't know if he was still smacking it up when, like, Pump came out with... uh like loving an elevator but that is fucking garbage like late 80s aerosmith was like straight trash in my opinion yeah i mean i would have to stack love an elevator like against uh against some of the things that were being played on i don't know i like Okay, so Love and Elevator I discovered on the radio. So mm-hmm. I would be more apt to listen to Love and Elevator as opposed to everything um, past that. <laughs> yes, everything past that. And I, I guess I, I guess this is gonna get this is kind of this might end up being a music episode, uh, ladies and germs. So uh, yeah, DFC gets uh, gets you strapped in uh, for maybe a couple of uh, odd references. Like like would you rather listen to love in an elevator or would you rather listen to dishwalla or would you rather listen to tonic love so, in an elevator um and my answer for that would be even at its worst it was still aerosmith now if we go into absolutely. pink if we go into pink or like the shit like late 90s when we would have been in like you know high school aerosmith that yes. shit i would rather listen to dishwalla and tonic and limp biscuit well, <laughs> I, so so there's, I mean, again, there's more, like, there's tolerable forms of trash, and then there are acceptable forms of filth, and, like, I sort of feel like, like, you're sort of bartering with the devil at that point, because mm-hmm. somewhere, somewhere within, I'm sure that the toadies fall in there. And I mean, because like, like we start to get funny with, with, with the timeline because the toadies was 94 and, uh, that's, that's that whole, um, uh, you know, do you want to die, uh, era, um, that's gotta be before that, right? No, no, it's not. No, it is not. It's absolutely not. I, I, I I bought that album in uh, when I was 13 I think it was I think it was October or November uh, of 1994. I bought that album. I, I actually bought it. Funny enough, I bought it at a Blockbuster Video, um, and that surely dates dates me. Um, that's at this on point. that's on Rubberneck. I think that is on Possum Kingdom. Yeah, that's yeah. correct. Uh, and it was and and believe me, that was the only viable song on that entire album. Uh, and and I and I I can't I can't say that counting blue cars wasn't the only listenable song on on uh, on Dishwalla's uh, Dishwalla's uh, uh, first album, um, and that might not even be right because it's it's a hundred percent not relevant. What what like like where where I think we're going here at this point is 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 that I think there's a um like like there's this weird parallel um, in, in, uh, in music nowadays where it's okay to be irrelevant because like, if you're doing something fantastic, you, uh, you can be recognized like out of nowhere and people can discredit you because you're, you, you have no, like you have no frame of reference. Like nobody knows you, you have no likes, you have no follows. Like nobody knows who the fuck you are. You're coming out of nowhere, but you're outstanding. And I think freestylers, especially in rap, like freestylers. That's a good rap, analogy for the DFC, yo. That's absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> like, I think we're, yes. Uh, yeah. Hey, uh, still, do you uh, remember yeah, seven Mary three? That's right. We are seven. Yes. Yeah. We're, we're the flagpole sitter of, of, uh, <laughs> Of, of 2019 November uh, podcast that you should be listening to. Um, and That's all right. They're coming. They are. Seven, Seven Mary Three. God, I forgot about them. There's so many bands from that era that I, I know we've had this conversation that could only live in that era. Like Seven Mary Three. Like, uh, what the fuck were they called? 
sponge and exactly. yeah uh, yeah jesus like i could listen to 90s alternative all day but it's all very throwaway shit yeah i gotta go bare. i gotta go bare naked ladies with with one week and mm-hmm. uh and and the handful of uh the handful of offshoots that they had i i mean and, and it's and it's crazy because like we like people of our ilk we we automatically kind of like we we sort of backfill um fringe bands that are trying to do like i don't know like just just be relevant at this point um like their offshoot opportunities uh it's like it's trash we have to off we have to offshoot it as trash but we also accepted certain like aspects of our offshoots as trash but at least it was like it started something like it was a it was it was scratching the surface of something yeah yeah. And except and Marcy like, Playground, they can suck my no, shit. No, because I mean that is that's that's on okay, so I feel like Marcy Playground is on that fucking level where like I think twenty one pilots is, is trying like hell to kind of like benefit from that Marcy Playground idea where I think Marcy Playground thought that if they came up with some shit that is just wicked, wicked marketable, they can come up with um, a drive, a, a, a mode, like like a motive, just to sell shit. So yeah. like, so so like it's 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 all it is. It's being created to sample, and I think that exists nowadays more so than ever. Like, um. Because there's there's a lot of low hanging fruit out there that that are literally just creating music to sample for commercials for for for, for bits for uh for for like for slow mo fucking Instagram uh advertisements stuff like that like I mean I, th- that has I mean but that doesn't the funny thing is that only exists in pop that does not exist in metal you understand what I'm saying like yeah you I definitely what understand what you're saying yeah yeah because. Um, looking through the Wikipedia entry for new metal, it blows my mind how much new metal I was slash am still into because it's it's a fucking joke of a genre in yes. a lot of ways. Like there's so many tropes in new metal that like, you know, the too many piercings and the fucking new metal jump. I know you know what I'm talking about when everybody would jump at the same time on the video and it's like. Why are you jumping? Just play the fucking guitar, dude. Yeah, play the song. Yeah. Saliva. Ugh. Uh, saliva, saliva was always Josie. bad. Oh uh, my god, Josie. Josie, oh. what did you do? Oh. Did, did you know he left the band for like five years and now he's coming back? For what? What did like like was yeah. he missing it? Were they missing him? Yeah. I mean, we need saliva. We need them back. God Almighty. Three Eleven is not new metal. What the tell fuck? me, tell me, Three Eleven's not on that fucking list. It is. It's right at the top because they have the numbers first. Oh. That's just wrong. It doesn't fit. It doesn't fit. That's if, if anything, if anything, I think uh, like Three Eleven started the alternative kind of scene with. That, that that got you know they got picked up by Kid you know, Rock, yeah Limp by yeah, yeah, yeah Kid Rock, Limp Bizkit, fucking Crazy uh, Town. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's another there's another one that didn't need to be around. Goodness. Yeah, uh, I mean I I know I know but there's a there's a couple of gems in there. I mean I don't know if I've ever advocated this on the uh, on the, on the pod, but. Um, God damn, I love me some Zebrahead. Have you ever heard a little Zebrahead? Little fucking. Yeah, but that's not new metal. It's not new metal. No, but it's alternative rap, and that's yeah, that's that's, that's that like I I mean they because they've listed uh three eleven as one of their fucking like idols. So um, I mean I remember check because it was on a Tony Hawk game, and I think there was another song that I knew, but that was about it. I had a buddy that was really into Zebrahead, but um. I never yeah. really got into it heavily. When he was listening to stuff like that, I had a 
sorry, not sorry, love affair with ska, particularly one ska band, which is Real Big Fish, who I still fucking love. Fuck everybody. (laughs) Absolutely. Fuck, you know, seriously, fuck anybody that that, that has a problem with with ska bands. Yeah. I'm sorry. Because they wouldn't be, like, just to be real, they wouldn't be in a fucking band if they didn't serve a purpose, okay? Yeah. People are like, oh, my God, did they, well, yeah, they could create harmony. There's nine of them. You're like, motherfucker, listen, they're yeah, all they're half of an things. actual big band, you know what I mean? It's fucking yeah. awesome. Like, and, like, them actually being in basketball made my fucking day. Absolutely. My God, was that, I mean, and you know what? Underrated good fucking movie, but you oh, know what? Good movie. Yeah. I, I, real talk. I, I mean, DFC fucking like, like hard punch right now. Like everybody out there needs to go out and download waste the mind by Zebrahead. Okay. The whole entire album is phenomenal. Like, um, like like first 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 track is is uh i i think it's uh take a check or Mm. it's uh, called check it's the only one i knew yeah and then uh and then uh, but then i I mean the whole thing has got such a groove to it man like the 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 title track waste of mind is fantastic someday is just so like it's the most upbeat song of my fucking 20s or i'm sorry of, of, of my teen years Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just because it's it like it it it, it acknowledged that it's some that like you're not where you want to be, but you can get there, and if you don't try, like you're you're you know you're just as busted as as like everybody that's breaking you down, and that's yeah. that's a fantastic fucking drive. Like it it reminds me of that's that Louis C.K. bit where it's like you're going to be great someday like 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 uh like you're not you're not um you know you you might not be good looking you know you might not be you know you might be a little overweight and stuff like that but but just wait to your 30s or 40s just stay relatively washed and gainfully employed and you will be that hot girl's last rung before she hits fucking rock bottom and she will grab onto you like <laughs> Like that's that's a that's what I I mean I'm sorry that was my loose interpretation of someday, yeah. uh, uh from uh, an album that was tw- that's roughly 20 years old at this point. They just put out an album this year. That's wild. And that's, well, and 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 you you do have to be careful though because um they they went in 90 in 99 for uh, for waste of mind they did have a dual uh, a dual vocal. Uh, so there was a guy that that did the uh, the fast rap, and then uh, there was a harmony guy. Um, okay. So, uh, and and the harmony guy has stuck around, uh, uh, but the uh, the the fast rap guy, like he's left and come back, left and come back, and that's why, um, that's why Zebrahead largely hasn't been. Um, I mean, it's not it's not recognized as having a sort of a, 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 a like an actual lineage because um, you're not going you're, like you're not getting the same product like consistently through all the albums. Um, but uh, but Playmate of the Year uh, features uh, that that album features both of like like both the lead and the uh, and the rap. Or I'm sorry, I'm sorry, the harmony and the rap guy, and um, and that that's a that's it's it's a fantastic title track probably top 10 title track like like where you think where you think of like a song that is like literally named after the album yeah it's probably nine or ten uh, like on my like like on on my all-time and like i said i like i'm hitting like <laughs> i'm hitting my last year of relevance uh in five weeks so um in roughly 39 years uh that's a number that matters so this uh this list doesn't matter um some of the some of the real hard misses on the new metal list here. Rammstein, not new metal in my book. Okay, um, how about Puddle of Mud? Absolutely is um, a perfect circle. No, what? Not no. even close. Orgy. I feel like Orgy was something different. No, I've... it's not. It's not new metal. No, it's it's uh it's I, I I would call that probably it's some sort of like like new metal dance. Post like, 
something. Yeah. 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 Like like like, po- like post metal. Uh, like- Slipknots on this list. I mean, the first album was definitely new metal. I think they kind of deviated from that with Iowa, but it's always has its roots, you know. Well, what what becomes like like what deviates a band from becoming new metal to some type of core? Because that's where I mean, I, I'll get like so I'll give you an example. Um, I guarantee you, at some point, as I lay dying, would qualify as new metal. But at some point, they switched to some kind of metalcore, grindcore, or something like that. Deathcore like, or something. Deathcore, yeah, something like something like that. I mean, and I hope, I hope the charges uh, from the lead singer did not actually advocate uh, them switching to the genres, or switching genres at that point. But I, I mean, what, what is, what's the qualifier at that point? Like, I mean, like what? So I, I, I guess my, one lit, of, my litmus test for current new metal bands would be: Does it remind me of Five Finger Death Punch? That's my fucking litmus test, because, like, that is, oh, my God, because I hate, I hate the phrase new metal, and I don't know why, because I listen to a lot of these bands on this list, but I would argue this list is fucking rubbish. It's trash, right? It has to Chevelle? What the fuck? It, Chevelle no. is just a rock band, and I, I love Chevelle. I don't care. Yeah. I don't think you do, but I love Chevelle. I liked, yeah, dude, I, I, I do. I mean, I, I don't know if I told you this story, uh, but it might as well show up on the pod. Um, I actually ended up buying uh, Unwritten Law's first album because mm-hmm. I thought that I was buying Chevelle's album uh, <laughs> uh, because I, I, I bought, I bought, like, I was looking desperately for the song Seeing Red. Mm-hmm. So I bought Unwritten Law's first album because the second track on Unwritten Raw on 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 Elva is uh, Seeing Red. Yep. And I was like, oh, no. This isn't the one. No. Is the album good? No. Yeah, it's fine. Because I always fun- dug that uh, song. Yeah, yeah, El- yeah, El- yeah. Elva's just fine. It's it's um, I mean, it's it's not Seeing Red. But it's, I mean, it's one of, I mean, it's, it's not that song. You know, like I said, that's, it's the song. That's a song from that album. You know what I mean? Like, like yeah. everybody has, everybody has that sort of bit, like where that's where you're like, you, you've, you've topped out at this song. Oh. I mean, but maybe don't put it at two. You know what I mean? Like that was probably my, my take from it is, is if you want people to get through the rest of it, don't yeah. put it at two, you know? Because I turned it off at five, I think, and I literally don't remember anything from Buck, six on. Buck Cherry is on this list. Oh my God. Buck I mean, Cherry, is... 10 years ago, if this show was right now in like 2009, I would use Buck Cherry as my litmus test because fuck Buck Cherry. <laughs> they are just so bad. Yeah. I, I just, I mean, I, I think I have Buck Cherry somewhere. Like in that fucking, I mean. Oh, hinder! Oh God, why are they? Hinder. Yeah, these hinder. Aren't, these aren't new metal bands, though. They're not new metal. No, they're not new metal bands. You know, you, okay. All right, this is this is wonderful. Why don't we? Okay, okay. So we're somewhere near like 37 minutes into this episode. Why don't we ping pong some new metal here? Okay, so I'm gonna start. I think all that remains is new metal. All right, my uh my favorite new metal band of all time and it's quintessential fucking new metal is Cold Chamber. I loved Cold Chamber and I can't in good faith look back and say they were a good band, but I loved them. Absolutely. Yeah, I I I still have yeah. I Cold Chamber came out with it with an album in in like 1999 that was behind it was behind the counter at the wall the entire time because it was such a high fucking risk. Uh, like, like people were, people wanted to steal the shit out of that album. Really? Which one? After, chamber music. Yeah. It was chamber music. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What, it was. What song was the hit off of that? I think it was, uh, I, shit. What the fuck? Hold on. Keep talking. 
nothing ever, like like I can't I can't think of one song that hit MTV like it wasn't on MTV but like but like I had like I was looking out for like like I had my eyes out for literally everybody because like the the area that I worked in like there were a lot more um local acts that mm-hmm. were kind of feeding off like they were feeding off a certain sound and um I, I I mean again you couldn't keep up with with uh with some of the again some of the newer new metal like like I, I mean I when I think of new metal again I think of um like the second Lip Biscuit album oh, you yeah. know I think of I I I think of uh I think of Life is Peachy I'm sorry mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sorry I, I think of Follow the Leader I'm yep. sorry oh yeah. And, and uh, you know, like where where there were significant head PE broke. Yes, head PE, absolutely. Yeah, like uh, Swan Dive. Uh, Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. Fucking uh, uh, Fear Factory is on this list, and they would be right behind Nine Inch Nails on the industrial list for me. Fear yeah. Factory is amazing. I love the fuck out of them still. Yeah, I, I mean, I uh, there's gonna end up being a deep delve done done maybe actively by like like on this pod at some point because um i've i've done them such a disservice by not talking to them or like like talking to what they've actually provided for me uh like through the first 39 episodes of of uh of of this podcast yeah Uh, yeah just because i mean like i don't feel like i i properly uh sent off rick okasic truthfully just because of them covering cars um like i i mean i just just the whole like their entire second album just it, it i think it needs its own panecdote oh it's uh, sick dude smasher devourer or destroyer whatever the fuck it's called track yeah. three i still jam that once a week at least like it, that fucking riff that was that was uh, Fear Factory at its best, and we can get into it deeper later, but, like, when the band was all still together, you know, now I think they're pretty much Splitsville completely, which makes me sad because, like, two years ago, they were doing a tour where they just played Demanufacture the whole way through, and then some deep cuts from other albums as encore stuff, and that's just, like, that's my shit there. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, and, um, you know, I, I don't, I don't want to defer to too much here at this point, but, um, the fact that the fact that we're talking about, um, I don't want to say we're not getting into untouchable grounds here at this point, but, um, I will tell you that, I mean, there's been some pretty big breaks, um, in music since the last time we've hit air. Um, and by the way, that Myrtle beach show, uh, in May of 2020 is complete and total fucking trash. If you see that meme, please, for God's sakes, like look at the font first of all, then look at the center. Oh, I got you now. Yeah. And you then saw, just, I, you yes. saw me blasting that double barrels, right? I don't understand. I mean, like I I, I thought it was being posted out of irony. Yeah, like, it looks like it my, looks like an ironic thing because the fucking like you said, it's not even. Oh my God, the font is awful, and the the rows aren't even lined up, and like they're crooked for God's sakes. I mean, like that that they're like it's very obviously. I mean, the thing is, if you're following if you're following your 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 Android fucking lineup, um, to to make to make uh, uh, like to make this this fake fucking post, um. You know, because again, like again, why wouldn't you want to go to to Myrtle Beach in uh, in May anyways? Like you don't need like you don't need seven out of eight of those bands. I mean, the fact that I guess I guess Metallica is headlining it and that one is the confirmed one. That's the only one that's confirmed. Yeah, you don't need any help with that. Okay, what you do need help for is is I mean, a being able to spot this shit like. Like I, I I mean I we we went through uh, we went through this I, I think over the summer um, there was there was a final uh, uh, warp tour uh, 
uh, Atlantic City uh, type of show where it was like, um, like there were a bunch of bands that were getting back together, but they all had dead members that that didn't make any sense. Oh, uh, that's right. I forgot that. Yeah, yeah. And it's like uh, that seems weird that they'd be getting back together. <laughs> yeah, like 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 how many? I mean, how many Ramones are left? I mean, seriously, like, well, like that I, one at least looked looked realistic. This right. one that's doing the rounds now doesn't even look realistic whatsoever. No, no, it doesn't. I mean, because I, I, just because it doesn't. I mean, it I, again, please, you know, again, litmus test these things. I mean, just just gauge your own self-interest. Like if if you would sell half of your soul to get to this show, it's I mean, I just start digging behind it. Like, I, I mean, because I because I did some shit. OK, Um uh, beyond the fact that uh, that that My Chemical Romance is is uh, is uh, looking to put together some new music, I'm sure it's probably it probably has to do with the fact that Gerard Way's um, uh, 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 graphic uh, graphic comic uh, that became Netflix umbrella, hit, the Umbrella Academy uh, has been renewed for I believe it's its sec I think it's its second or third season. Second. Second. It's a second season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, like I, I can imagine that there's probably some drive to get back into the, uh, um, uh, you know, in, into the studio to try, you know, to try to try to drive some out, some, I don't know, some streaming sales. Yeah. Uh, it, like uh, that would, that would sort of mirror, uh, the new season of the Umbrella Academy coming out. Um, my which, big which I loved, by the way. I didn't even I, know he did that graphic novel until after that came out, and I gave it a shot. It's like, oh, Gerard Way, that's my chemical. Ro- oh my God, there's a whole it, fucking it, series of books. <laughs> yeah, and 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 I got to tell you, I've I've watched. I mean, it, it's it's compelling if you can if you can sit down and get into it. Like I'm I'm antsy. I'm an antsy guy. So like mm-hmm. I like as as much as I. As much as I love certain things, I can only do about an hour or two at a time. Yeah. So, I mean, it's 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 pretty much the reason that we haven't done uh, a reaction, uh, like a like a like a, a, a final half season BoJack Horseman uh, reaction sort of episode, yeah. because I I've I've only watched four episodes right now. Uh. I just are you, I've been meaning to ask you, are you afraid for it to end or what? Like, little, I feel like, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. It's, I'm, I mean, I, I've, I'm having some, I'm having some bandaid issues right now. Yeah. Like, I did it in a day and a half and I'm chomping at the bit waiting for part two. Cause there's a nice cliffhanger as you'd expect. You know, like I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to be choking on my own emotions. You know, oh, yeah. like I, I find myself doing that. Like, I, 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 again, I mean, I don't, I, I don't want to get too involved here, but I, I, like, I fight, I fight my own emotions every, like, absolutely every time I have to drive as far away from I do, as far away from my family as I do to go to work every fucking day. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't, I don't need my TV to do that to me. So, uh, I mean, the, the, I mean, I, if you know, if you want, you know, I, I've got, I've got some, you know, I've, I have uh reactions to it i'd sooner just kind of get it all under my belt and just kind of emotionally digest it so i think we're looking to probably get a week or two uh till we get till we get a um a bojack sort of episode but um i think more this like like more of a cap here at this point is um in march of 2020 i am actually looking to travel to phoenix arizona to go see rage against the machine um, cause I am all in on the border tour. Um, I think, I think it is so compelling. Um, and you, then they are going to put so many people by getting back together and doing this border tour. I think they're going to put so many just like absolutely like clueless nihilist Republicans to the fucking, like they're going to put them to the grinder at this point. They're going to be like, look, you like our shit? Okay. This is what this motherfucker's doing. And yeah. and if you decide that's the, the like like if if that's where you want to go, this is where we have 12 shows at this point and they all share a fucking border mm. 
with Mexico. So best of luck. I mean, you know, like, again, raise your fist and resist and thanks for coming out. But if you go to the fucking polls and you vote for this corrupt fucking pumpkin, yeah, like you are completely compromising everything and you do not understand what we're what we're getting back together for. Like, bottom line, I mean, well, there's a there's a lot of that out there. I mean, there's a ton of that. Like, I know, like, the crazy right-wing conservatives that claim they like Rage Against the Machine. It's like, well, did you listen to the lyrics? Do you understand the lyrics? Do you understand what's going on here? You know, because that same person was bitching about Leonard Peltier the one day, and it's like, all right, you can't tell me that he's a criminal and you like Rage Against the Machine at the same time. That's just... Those are two polar opposite things. There's no dichotomy there. That's these are no. magnetic opposites. You yes. can't call Leonard Peltier a fucking criminal and then say you like Rage Against the Machine. You can't. It's impossible. Like, no. like you can't. You can't. <sighs> you can't sing along with anything without a like a just a just a baseline understanding of of why they're fucking. Like, I, I mean, again, I, I, I'm a, you know, we all know who I am at this point. I mean, I, I, I'm, you know, I, again, I have, um, you know, I, I've got, I've got banned books because of the liner notes of, uh, of, uh, um, evil empire. Yep. Um, you know, <laughs> I, I, I'm again, I, I, I'm willing to get on a plane at this point to go see this band get back together for the reason that they're getting back together for. Oh, I don't yeah. want to I, I don't want to drive four or five hours from where I'm at uh to see them conveniently on the West Coast. That might be the second trip. The yeah. first trip, I guarantee you, dude, like I mean, I'm committed to making my 39th year matter. And like I think it probably starts with a border tour seeing uh seeing rage on a, 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 a at some point at a bordering at a state border or i'm sorry at a, at a fence bordering state um just because i it's i don't know it's too important i mean something brought zach out of out of retirement like literally brought him out of like out of the absolute dark i mean and it made tom morello put i don't know okay so he stopped profits of rage yeah all together he uh like like they, they were um he had that side project with uh with with atlas and a uh, fucking uh surge tankian mm -hmm. uh system of a down uh which i don't know how how relevant that was but he was also doing uh the guitar tutorials as the night watchman yeah. um in like cities and stuff like that like to fucking like tom morello doesn't stop i, I guess how you more than the wu-tang clan because I've been seeing Chavo or Chavo or however you say his name. I think it's Chavo from uh, System saying yeah. that they have shit coming up this summer as well. And ideally for me, my dream show at this point would be Rage and System co-headlining because I've never seen System or Rage in concert. And you want to talk about putting some ass in seats, that would do it. Yeah. Um. I'm pretty sure we talked about um, the only, or I, I mean, cause I've seen system of a down twice. Um, uh, the first time I saw them, uh, when I heard, uh, when I heard chop suey, uh, I went through this half midlife crisis at 22 years old. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, I literally like, I, like I literally cried at fucking, uh, at, at Bryce Jordan center. Um, and then, um, the second time I saw them, they, somehow opened up for incubus um at uh at, at hershey at the pavilion and uh uh the first song they played nobody had ever fucking heard of <laughs> and i was so fucking jazzed because i was the only i swear to god i was the only person on the hill that knew what they were playing they played johnny oh my god yeah, yeah. they played johnny and like That's i was awesome. so Dude, I was so fucking amped 
that I lost my fucking debit card and I got I got built like during that song. Somebody saw me drop my debit card. I got like they literally took every dime that I had in my in, in my account. And yeah. I'm telling the story about about the song they played over the money that I lost. Yeah. And that's what makes me want to go to fucking Phoenix to go see Rage. I'm going to go see my uncle. He lives in Tucson uh, in March. And I'm pretty sure that's probably going to happen because I don't want 39 to be the, the, the most irrelevant year that I live. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel that. Um, Little kids. God. What was I going to say? Because that just kind of hit heavy. It's like a fucking <laughs> hammer smashed face. Cannibal nah. Corpse. What a garbage band Cannibal Corpse is. I've said that at least three times on this show. But Cannibal Corpse, and I'm a metal and death metal fan, but what a garbage ass band. Um, but the album art. System. I remember seeing a video long before Scars on Broadway was even a glimmer in the eye of Darren, uh, them doing the We're on Drugs intro. And then yeah. he, he put it into a Scars on Broadway song. And I'm like, that's not the same. It's not. No, because that's a deliberate steal from which. What did, what did, we, what did we decide? Did, did Mesmerize or Hypnotize come out first? I think Mesmerize oh. came out first, right? I'm going to check. Yeah, I'm almost certain it was mesmerized because that had BYOB and uh, old school Hollywood baseball. <laughs> those those are two of the honest to God, they're 15 years old. And two of the last albums that I can and will listen front to back every time I put them on. The, the whole fucking double album is so good like every song and they they did it deliberately like that but it all blends together like the last note of some of the songs will be the first chord on the next one and shit and it all just blends together and it's amazing yeah. all right mesmerized may 17th of 05 and then hypnotize came out afterwards what's the date doesn't like, matter yeah it was I, six I, months later I think I say, it felt like it felt like April or something like that, like March or April of 06 or something like that. Um, yeah, it's 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 crazy. Um, something that because I again, I, I want to get to the credits here shortly, but um, there's something that I actually I had the privilege of talking to uh, Patrick Glover from If Not For Me earlier this week. And uh, I, again, I'm I'm not pissing up a rope here and I'm not I'm obviously not uh, early advocating how important they are to a, uh, to our show. Uh, but um, I, I I had this epiphany where um, I realized that um because I don't know if you guys saw this, um, and I'm including you at this point, uh, partner, but uh, I, uh, August Burns Red is actually opening for Kill Switch uh, this spring. And uh, and uh, one of the uh, – uh, they're, they're, they're doing a, an actual – they're doing a, 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 a United States tour. And uh, they have not actually listed any undercard uh, for any particular – region or any of the uh um like any of the dates period and the first thing that i said to him was i was like damn they're playing the Fillmore and they're playing the toa it's a theater of living arts sorry the tla yeah and, and the first thing i thought of i was like damn man like what about i like like infm like on that marquee and he was like man i don't even know how to make that happen and i was like what are you talking about you opened for them you know in lancaster last year yeah and he's like and he's 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 like he's like no you don't understand he's like i don't know how to open that venue for that for that lineup and i was like fuck what a thing to say because yeah. this dude has opened for like literally names like oh. serious names. Oh yeah. And and I thought about it for a second and I was like, damn dude, like that that made that made my dude freeze. You know, and that's that's killer. That's a killer thing to make a dude freeze like that that's actually done some shit in his life. Oh yeah. And then I thought about it for a second. And I was like, man, dude, what makes me freeze? Like what would make me freeze? 
And this is my pop quiz for tonight. I mean, it's going to be a tidy one, I suppose. I think I know where we're going to go with this. But um, the first thing that I thought about that I could not come up with off the top of my head is what band could you not create a set list for? Like if you had to, if you had to, if you saw, if you got to pick a hand, pick a band that you could see, but you don't know what songs you want to see from them because there's that fucking many songs that you want to see from them. Yeah. Who, uh, like, I mean, I, I think I, I think I know. I think my answer is always going to be Nine Inch Nails for that. And I saw them two nights in a row and it was not wildly varying set list, but I was happy as fuck to see that they had a varied set list because if they played front to back, piggy to hurt, I'd be upset. But like, it was neat that mid mid set list they switched it up and shit but i mean christ they've been doing it since 89 or something so we got 30 years of albums worth of shit to draw from yes i mean i like i said i i you know i'd be lying if i said that i thought there would be many detours um like on this kind of google map voyage that we're going on right now oh yeah uh, i mean and again like i said we're i'm quick selling this but I don't know. I don't know how to pare down what songs I would not want to see uh, from Rage Against the Machine, and I and I and I, I sort of feel like it has to do more with the banter in between each song, yeah. you know, because that's that's kind of that's it's it, it's kind of the the game within the game, I suppose. Like yeah. it's. Uh, well, that's kind of how I felt when I saw Metallica as well, because, again, I'd been listening to them since I was like nine or ten, no shit. And when I saw them a couple years back, like, I felt happy with the set list, but there was shit, major shit, that they didn't play. And, yeah. I mean, they've been doing it for 40 years or whatever, so, of course, they're not going to play a six-hour set list, but... You know, right. even if they had a six-hour set list, there'd be shit that it's like, oh, they didn't play Am I Evil? That's fucked up, you know. But you can't, you can't do it all. Yeah, Metallica would, is definitely on that list for me as well because they just, I don't know, they've been like a crutch for me from little up, you know. It's I know it is it's super hard to kind of I mean because I I might you know my other you know my other knee jerk is Weezer. But at the same time, like, I mean, they put out so much recently that I'm sort of indifferent to whether or not I've heard it or not. It's sort of like, all right. I mean, yeah, but like, I I don't know. Like, I'm sort of, I don't know. Like, I'll be the one that I'll be the first person to tell you that I sort of think that Prophets of Rage kind of dirtied up a couple of songs for me. Like, like, I really did enjoy, um, you know the uh, uh, the like the, the B sides uh, version or uh, uh, Rage album where they did they did uh, the Zach the, the the Zach version of how I could how I could kill a man and uh, and that kind of thing uh, because obviously Chuck D has taken over and done that uh, admirably but yeah um, still you know it still seems you know sort it's, of understated if you will. I kind of felt like that was an exercise in futility because, I mean, when you got Be Real in the band anyhow, it's like, okay, we're going to do a Cypress Hill cover. Okay, you know, who gives a fuck? Right. But I mean, like I said, like like that was on the same. I mean, it it was it was a repeat. Uh, I I mean, I'm I'm sorry the the B-Sides album was 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 a collection. Uh, But I mean, they looped in a lot of repeats, a lot of like I said. Now, are you talking Prophets of Rage or are you talking the Rage uh, B-Sides album? Yeah. No, I'm talking about the Rage B-Sides album. No, that was phenomenal. Yeah. 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 That was fucking cool as shit. Yeah. Because I mean, that was that was that shit was like trend setting. I mean, like it was I mean. Like that was understanding and, that. And have you ever was, heard a fucking Springsteen song done so well? I mean, right. Jesus I, Christ. That's the first. That's the first song that jumps that jumps out in in my mind is that is that if if I heard if, if I went to one Rage show and I didn't hear the Ghost of Tom Joad, it would. It, I mean, I, I dude, it would destroy me. 
Yeah, just, and I mean, they didn't really play that a lot live, did they? No, and and they sh- I, the thing is is that they shouldn't. But the, but if I go to System of a Down at Hershey, and they play Johnny, like oh my god, that's yeah, where my, like like that like that's where the tears set. Because I mean, I I again, I I've seen I, I've seen every band that I think I'm supposed to see. Like I've seen, you know, I've seen Godsmack, I've seen, I've seen Tool, I've seen, I've seen System of a Down. Uh, I haven't seen Rage yet, and I, I mean, yeah, I've, I've that's seen... that's one of those seminal bands that I haven't either, and it kind of irks me that I still haven't seen them. And, Not that they gave us much chance in the last twenty years, but no, and they, and and again, it's 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 on it's on them, but I think the onus is sort of on it, it's it's on the. Like you have to be a participant right now. Mm-hmm. You have to you have to act in your own good faith. Um, and I, I kind of feel like that's where I'm going to end up leaving this here at this point, because um, like, I, I mean, again, I, I've, I've hit weird crossroads um, this year and I kind of feel like, um, like, I don't know, like there, there's like, there's like, there's, there's these weird doors opening. Like, I, I don't, I don't understand why why MCR is coming out with 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 like new music and shit like that, and I don't know why it came out like literally the day the the, the same day Rage is is saying that they're playing Coachella, which again it's funny because my chem said it first. And <laughs> it's it so weird. And it got buried, dude. It got buried. It yeah. got buried by like four like four hours like four hours past. Yeah, I think right. It was something. Yeah, it was something it was... like such a. There was this crazy like like. I couldn't I, I have thought. time to get excited for my chem reunion because they're like, uh, yeah, so's rage. I was like, fuck you, my chemical romance. Bye. And it's so sick because like, I don't want to, I don't want to bury MCR, dude. I would no. love the MCR. I mean, again, I like, I, I think, I think they left on a high note too. Oh, they did. Um, like, like completely unlike, like, like I, again, completely unlike rage. Uh, yeah. Because I think I, I think they left with their with their with their tail between their leg and their their legs and you know it, it kind of seemed like you know Tom and Brad uh, they all had they all had other agendas and stuff like that but I mean this is great like like this past this past Friday offered a lot of great fucking news mm-hmm. um, you know to to people of our ilk and uh, and let's hope let's hope a lot of our listeners um are excited about this type of shit and again you know, like i said you know you you guys you know these you know these dates they're they're for you to pursue at this point you know like and you know i I've, you know obviously it's you know uh it's it, it's it you know we're gauging your interest here at this point um you know and you know if it's something you guys are interested in in knowing like like hey what the fuck is this border tour about um i'll even make that shit available um, if I, for like, some I'll, reason you're one of the youngins that don't know about Rage Against the Machine, go get the self-titled album. No, fuck it. While you're on Spotify checking out, if not for me, you might as well just go ahead and download the first. Just download the fucking discography of Rage Against the Machine and get Zebrahead while you're there too. Absolutely. But uh, I will leave the link as I always do in the show notes for if not for me because they graciously let us use still frame for the intro and outro of our show for the last six seven months now and i love it absolutely yeah uh yeah they're uh they're 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 the true vikings here uh again they're still pressing there they just they just got done pressing through this uh uh the back end of a of a, of a deep fall tour and um I, I, again you know like i appreciate patrick taking out uh, taking some time to talk to me about um Again, just what it means to be on a marquee, you know, because God knows I don't know what the fuck that's about, uh, even to start. So, um, but I, again, goddamn partner, it's been a lot of fun tonight. But quite yeah, around. man. Yeah, QED, QED, don't suffer stupidity. We'll see you next time. Cheers. Cheers.